Good afternoon, good morning. This is Mark Johnson from Loyalty360. Hope everyone's happy, safe, and well. Want to welcome you to another edition of our Leaders and Customer Loyalty Series. And this series, we talk to leading brands about what they are seeing and hearing on the front lines of customer channel and brand loyalty. Today, we have the pleasure of speaking with Lisa Riegelman, who is the Director of Loyalty and Growth Marketing for Pete's Coffee. Uh, they have uh, about 200 locations uh, in the U.S. And they also you also have the ability to pick up product in about 1,700 grocery stores, I think, as well. So, uh, Lisa, thank you for taking the time to talk to us today. Uh, first off, when we start these, we like to know a little bit more uh, about the people we're speaking with. So we'd love to know a little bit more about you, uh, your background, and uh, maybe a fun fact. Do you like parachuting? Do you have 14 kids? Do you like motorcycles? You know, a passion of yours. Okay, great. Um, so I lead the loyalty and growth marketing team for the Pete's Retail Coffee Bar Division, uh, which includes marketing and strategy for the Pete's app. And our loyalty program, including our order head and delivery services, um, as well as all traffic driving campaigns that drive traffic into our coffee bars. Uh, I joined Pete about four and a half years ago um, and helped to launch our loyalty program in June of 2017 um, and built our customer lifecycle and customer contact strategy, as well as overall kind of data-driven marketing approach from the ground up. Um, I spent my whole career in the loyalty and retention space, um, first on the consulting side and then um, pivoting to the client side where I quickly developed a passion uh, for retail, including time at Harrods in London, um, as well as at Old Navy. Okay, great. Uh, and for those who may, that familiar, uh, may not be familiar with Pete's, can you give us a, a short history of uh, the brand and uh, your product and how people may uh, be able to engage with it? Absolutely. Uh, Pete's was founded in Berkeley, California in 1966 by Alfred Pete, um, who introduced and brought a, a new movement in coffee um, by sourcing you know, the best beans, um, hand roasting in small batches, um, and crafting all of our beverages by hand. Um, we still absolutely follow those principles and are dedicated to these tenants um, with strict standards um, of freshness. Um, as you mentioned before, you can find Pete's um, and uh, enjoy Pete's at any of our um, over 200 retail coffee bars, um, grocery stores, or online at Pete's.com um, or even Amazon. Okay. Uh, I think you recently uh, had some updates to the Pete Nick Rewards program. As you mentioned, it was first launched in uh, 2017. would love to talk to about kind of the, the, the relaunch or the kind of the enhancements you made to the program and you know, what makes this uh, new version better. Yeah, uh, so we're super excited about this new program that we launched on um, October 6th of this year, so a little bit over a month ago, and our members have been asking for this change. Um, they've been asking for choice, control, and customization um, of their rewards in the rewards program. Um, with our old program, you earned one point for every transaction, regardless of spend. So you could come in and buy a $3 drip and get a point, or you could buy coffee for the office and get one point, um, which didn't seem fair, um, so to speak. Um, once you accrued 15 points, those auto-converted auto into a free beverage reward that then expired 30 days later. With the new program, you earn one point for every dollar you spend and then can choose exactly how you want to redeem it and what you want to redeem it for. Um, we have points options ranging from 25 points to 400 points, um, and it ranges across our entire menu. So you could redeem for um, an alternative milk, um, a drip coffee, a cold brew, um, a warm breakfast sandwich, all the way up to beans. 
uh, which really you know gives customers those options that they want, as well as we also have dollar off options, and you could choose for a dollar off, three dollars off, or even five dollars off to give you even more you know control over how you spend those points and how you use them um, and when you do as well. Okay. Uh, yeah. And when you uh, when you started looking at the redesign of the program. Uh, you know, how long did that take? And, you know, what were some of the goals that you uh, kind of uh, wanted for the program uh, with a you know, significant redesign like this? Yeah, uh, great question. So we um, actually started work on this um, it was, it was kind of late summer, early fall of 19. Um, we did a lot of customer research, both customer in-person interviews, as well as surveys. Um, and we even had customers on site for a co-creation session. Um, and I guess it was fall, by late fall, early winter of 2019, where we you know, brought customers into the office and kind of mapped out exactly what a new rewards program would look like. Intent had been to launch the program in 2020, Due to the pandemic, we had to shift that to 21, um, and we kind of you know, got heads down, you know, doing that work at the beginning of of the year. So we really started, you know, putting rubber to the road in January of 2021, and um, you know, we're working, you know, feverishly to get the program into market, which we launched um, in October. Okay. Yeah. Um, in terms of goals for the program, um, I think there are a few. Um, first and foremost is you know increasing member frequency. Um, and spend due to more compelling and easier to reach rewards, um, as well as you know, getting new, pro- new members into the program who previously felt that you know, the new value proposition wasn't compelling enough or it would take them too long to earn a reward. Okay. Yeah. I'm getting a little bit of feedback on my end. I'm not sure if uh, Jackie or Tim hear that. Um, is it me or are you guys hearing it or no? I have construction happening underneath me. I don't know if you're hearing it. <laughs> And yeah, it's like a lot of from that. Is it quite loud? Yeah, it was quite loud. Like the vacuuming, yeah. drilling, with like a wind. It, yeah, it was. I don't hear it now. Yes, it, it kind of ebbs and flows. I apologize. Um, um, so, uh, do you want to proceed? Do you want to take that question again, or just you know, final product to kind of be there? Just wasn't sure how or how you wanted to address that. I'm happy to answer the question again. Okay. All right. Good. Um, Now I got to figure out what question. So, uh, all right. So you just redesigned the program. Uh, You know, how long did it take to redesign the program? And what were some of the goals that uh, kind of you set aside for the program? And and, and how are you, how's it, how's it going so far with the new launch? Uh, So we started work on the program. Is it, sorry, it's starting again. Like as soon as 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 you hear it, (laughs) they weren't supposed to be here today. So. Uh, yeah, like right when he answered the question, I heard it again. Um, the, you want to try again? We can try again. Um, I'm just trying to think if there's any, like, I can't escape my, I could go outside, which would be better, but, um, try to go outside. Whatever you think, it's just, it, it, it just, it, it was coming across, it comes across pretty strong in the, in the, uh, the audio. Don't you think, Tim, or is it me? Yeah, it was just kind of like humming a little bit, um. I didn't think it was too noticeable until just then when you started to answer again. So we might be able to get through a little bit. We might be able to adjust a little bit. Uh, if it's just that what we had previously, kind of like that low hum, we might be able to fix that one then. Okay, great. Um, so you recently redesigned the program. Uh, and how long did it take to uh, you know, set up the, the new program redesign? And you know, what are some of the goals, objectives you have for the new program? 
So we started working on the program uh, in the fall of 2019. Uh, we did a lot of customer research, um, both in-depth interviews with customers as well as surveys. Um, and we even brought customers into our office for a co-creation session where they helped us to, to build and formulate the program that we have today. Um, we had intended to launch the program in 2020, um, but delayed it to um, 2021 due to the pandemic um, and began all the, the work to launch it in, in January of this year. Um, in terms of goals for the program, uh, we're very much focused on you know, increasing frequency and spend from our existing members due to the opportunity to get to rewards faster, um, as well as those customization options, um, as well as acquiring new members who may um, now be more attracted to the program based on that ease and speed to get to a reward. Okay. When you look at your uh, program, you know, what are two or three uh, things that you think that are, are you know, going well for the program? Yeah, we're starting to see um, we're, what we wanted to see in terms of we're seeing those less frequent customers um, starting to, to redeem rewards at a rate that's higher than they were before. So things that were pretty, you know, overall reward was highly unattainable or would take you based on one point per transaction, it would take you, you know, potentially even up to a year or more even to earn a reward. Um, so we're seeing a, a great increase in terms of redemption from those lower or kind of less frequent customers. Um, and as a result, overall, we're seeing more members overall redeem rewards, which to me, like a rewards program is only successful if people are redeeming rewards, right? And it doesn't work if, if we're not driving that reward redemption and we need to be getting as many rewards as possible into our customers' hands. Um, we're also seeing the benefit of that choice playing out, which is really great to see with customers accessing a wide variety of rewards. Again, before it was only a free beverage and now we're really seeing customers choose, like, hey, I, I want a breakfast sandwich instead or I want a pound of beans. Um, and so we're really seeing that play out, um, which is really great. Okay. Uh, when you look at uh, customer loyalty, we uh, have the privilege of having, you know, a hundred and some members, brands, we have to talk to uh, people like you run programs on a daily basis. But we always like to understand how people define customer loyalty, what it means to the organization. So I would love to know what customer loyalty means to you and to your organization. Yeah, absolutely. You know, loyalty is definitely not about points and rewards. Um, you know, it's about trust and relationship. Um, and it's yeah. what keeps customers back, right? Even when other options out there exist. Um, you know, it's things like your, your barista remembering your name and your order as soon as you walk in, you know, giving you that wave. Um, you know, it's recognizing specific customers' needs and, and being able to fulfill those needs, right? Um, you know, about, I think COVID changed the loyalty game a lot, you know, and loyalty became about safety and cleanliness and, you know, doing what's right, both for the customer as well as, you know, the organization's employees. Um, and, you know, and we, we, you know, we hope that, that we did that, you know, as well to our customers and made everyone feel safe and provided that environment where, where our customers and our employees felt that they could be. You know, for me, you know, convenience is a top need. As I, you know, thought through the, think through the companies I'm loyal to, loyal to, I think about, you know, like companies like Zappos, right, where I can get, you know, shoes on my door in two days, and I also have 365 days to return them, right? It's like that trust and knowing, you know, th those are the things that are valuable to me, or even like a company like Instacart, right, which delivered, you know, groceries to me throughout the pandemic, right? It's, you know, I can easily reorder. I, they'll, they'll ask me, you know, hey, this is out. Do you want this instead? Um, and they just, they made life easier for me, um, and kind of continued that relationship, um, ongoing. Um, uh, excellent. Makes sense. You know, a lot of, uh, brands are very focused on personalization now. 
yeah. getting it right, whether it's iterative or you know doing more uh, detailed segmentation and personalization with technology. And what is the opportunity you see for personalization? Yeah, I think uh, personalization is hard, right? It's really hard to do. I think both, uh, you know, in terms of like you know getting something that you know right time, right place, right device, um, and I think that's the challenge and the nut that everyone's trying to crack is, you know, how do I do so in a way that's unintrusive and actually supportive of the customer experience, um, and not just like a passive, you know, adding my adding my first name to an email or to a subject line. Um, and that's, that's what we're trying to figure out as well, right? And, you know, we need to figure out, you know, what are those right tools that will enable us to get there and understand how a customer, you know, wants to be communicated with, what's the message that we need to get them um, and do so in as much of a one-to-one -one way as possible. Okay. When you look at uh, brand loyalty, an area that we see a great deal of interest is, is partnerships. Obviously, coffee, a uh, great opportunity for uh, partnerships. You know, what do you see in that regard? Yeah, I mean, Pete's very much so, you know, we are, we're very much rooted in the Bay Area being founded in Berkeley. Um, and the, the, our um, partnership strategy has very much been around, you know, staying local. And you think about some of the, the partnerships we have, um, you know, with the Niners, with the Giants, the Warriors, um, you know, these candies, William Sonoma, lots of other, you know, really legendary brands in the Bay Area. Um, you know, we're, we're leaning very much into that. And I mean, you know, those are, those are brands that, our customers respond to and also um, are excited about. Okay, great. Uh, when you look at uh, customers, uh, they're changing. We know that we hear that from uh, brands, we hear that from uh, consumers themselves. You know, how do you think your cons consumers are changing and how are you uh, working to adapt to that? Yeah, I think um, overall, I mean, I think customers are more demanding as they should be. Um, I think they, you know, it's a, a give and take, right? And they they want a lot from from the companies they interact with, and they expect a lot. Um, and yeah, you know, they want to see, you know, the the recognition and the value of my spend or my my frequency. Um, and um, um, yeah, you know, and and put the onus on you know on the brand to be able to figure out like how do I how do I best you know serve and, and recognize this customer. Okay, when uh, you know data analytics uh, more important than before, uh, having a successful loyalty program uh, should mean and usually means a lot more data. But creating simplicity, creating actionability out of it can be a, a challenge. So, how do you look at data analytics, and, and how are you working to create? simplicity and actionability in, in, in the insight that it's driving for you? Yeah, it's a good question. I mean, I think it starts at the top in terms of like understanding the data that you need to be useful that's actually actionable. You know, there is so much data out there that you can, you know, kind of mine and go through, but really just honing in and understanding or what are the things that, that actually matter that we can influence that can help improve our customers' experience. Um, and I would say that's, that's the first and foremost is being, you know, pretty, you know, uh, you know, focused on, okay, what are we trying to drive and what information we need to help make those decisions? Um, and then making the time. I think, you know, we can all kind of just move very quickly forward without taking in the data and seeing what we're doing and seeing what our customers are doing um, and being able to act on it in a, in a positive manner. Um, and so, you know, and, and in a, an insightful manner um, and, and just carving out that time to, to get, you know, roll up our sleeves and, and get into it. Okay. Um, you, what's the next big thing for your brand's uh, approach to customer loyalty? Yeah. 
That's a great question. I mean, we very much view um, loyalty as a living, breathing thing. Um, you know, we it took us you know four years to get from you know, our first program to this one, but we you know we are very much taking an agile approach and listening to our customers and working with them. And you know, right now it's about like let's get our customers using and really engaged in this new loyalty program, and then figure out what's next based on the feedback we're getting now, which we're, we're actively pursuing and. Um, and getting from our customers um, and, and working with them to build out what, what that looks like next. Okay, excellent. Uh, what do you think you are doing differently from your competitors, right? Customer loyalty is more important. You guys uh, redone your program. You know, what do you see from your competitive set in regard to customer loyalty or customer experience? And you know, what are you doing differently? Yeah, I mean, I think there are a few things. And I think it's kind of the, the nut that a lot of people are trying to, you know, to crack in terms of how do you humanize that digital experience, that everything is shifting and has through COVID shifted so much more in the digital space. Um, and there are a few things that we've implemented in this program um, that allow us to do that. I think one is we've you know, issued an anniversary reward to customers that didn't exist before. And this is a very ownable moment um, you know, versus a birthday, which you, know, you get an inbox full of uh, percent off coupons on your birthday, but no one else has, has the same Pete Awards anniversary. Um, as you do, and it's our way of saying thank you for being a customer. And we even have, um, you know, uh, stores are also encouraged to write a note or put a sticker on whatever that item is that um, a customer has ordered um, to recognize and say, hey, thank you for being a, a Pete's customer. Um, and, you know, we're, um, you know, just in generally trying to figure out like, okay, what do we, how do we make that in-store experience translate or even like that pickup experience if I've ordered ahead, um, acknowledging the customer um, and, you know, and thanking them um, for their order and for their patronage. Okay, uh, great. Uh, and the last question I have uh, for you, a little bit self-serving, but, you know, what can Loyalty360 do to help you in your customer loyalty journey? Yeah, I think that's a great question. I, I might actually pass the question back to you. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we uh, have a very unique community. As I mentioned, we have uh, about 125 brands and growing. We meet with them on a weekly basis. Uh, next week, we have a discussion, uh, probably about 30 brands, 25 brands to talk about what's new in 2022. We have uh, something called the Brand Panel, which is a LinkedIn, Facebook community. But the, the goal of us and Loyalty 360 is just to really speak with individuals like yourself, understand the challenges, opportunities you have, and you know, have a peer network of, of other entities that can help you uh, with a perspective, but also offer up the technology, not ours, but you know, vetted technology through an analyst process that can help you, uh, you know, elevate uh, your customer experience and customer loyalty offerings. Yeah, great. So yeah, there you go. Have, and I think to your point, uh, you know, before yeah, and to what you explained, I think having having the community of people who are working through, you know, the same challenges and same programs, I think is, is extremely beneficial. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I think this is great. Uh, it was a pleasure speaking with you uh, today, Lisa, uh, getting to know you a little better and also the more about the Picnic Rewards Program. And I uh, look forward to hearing from you again soon. All right. Thank you, everyone, for taking the time to listen today. I hope uh, you have a wonderful day and look forward to having you back on another edition of our Leaders and Customer Loyalty Series. Thank you.